Hello, everyone, and welcome to the premiere episode of Our Take on Survivor, brought to you by OurTakeMedia.com. My name is Jonathan, and I'll be your host today. And joining me on this inaugural episode, I have one of my ride-or-die podcast friends, Tony Ann. Hey, Tony Ann, how are you tonight? Good, how are you? Doing well. So, this podcast is going to specifically be talking about the CBS reality TV series, Survivor. So, I thought it was going to be kind of an exciting journey to take and we want to do it a little bit preseason. i know we're only a couple days away from the premiere but i wanted to do an episode discussing the cast get our theories out there who who we think is going to win and we're going to do that in kind of a draft format so me and tony Ann are going to be drafting teams of 10 um discussing each player along the way what we think they're going to win why we think they're going to lose why they're our pick and kind of see how we shake things out but before we get on to that i thought it would be a little bit important to kind of discuss our history with survivor and where we're coming from as far as a knowledge base or kind of our history with the show so tony Ann, why don't you start first like when did you start watching survivor um maybe who are some of your favorite players to have played the game and what are you looking forward to most this season Well, I've been watching Survivor for actually about 14 years, which I didn't realize it was that long. My first season was Survivor Palau, which Tom Westman won, the fireman. And I love Tom. He's one of my favorites. Another one of my favorites, ironically, he's going to be a part of this season as well, Boston Rob. Um, And then I just kind of love the whole game in general. I love the strategic part of it. And it makes me think. I like to kind of figure out what the players are going to do before they do it. That's my favorite part of watching. And I watch with my mom. She's the one who got me into it. No, that that's awesome. So for me, my history with Survivor and kind of reality TV as a whole is very sporadic and hit or miss and crazy. Co, if you know anything about me, you know I watch a ton of television. And right. it's weird kind of how these things come in and out of my life. So I started watching Survivor when it premiered back in uh, 2000 um, with the very first episode. And I loved every minute of it. It was my routine to go in and watch Survivor every night that summer. Um, and it was really or interesting experiment because everybody was watching it, right? It was that thing that, you know, was super cool that the summer that – captivated america and i was just bought into it i loved the way the characters interacted i loved the the realness of the the filming style i loved richard hatch being just awful and i loved just my the susan hawk quotes like those are things that still stick with me today 19 years later right so i stuck with it and i watched um a lot of the early years and then randomly I just kind of fell off. It, it was really just the fact that it was on a lot um, that made it kind of something hard for me to keep up with. But I think I watched the first handful of seasons and then I kind of stopped and didn't really go back to it for a while. Um, I've watched hit or miss seasons uh, and clips and stuff throughout there, but really kind of came back to it in uh, 2018 with Ghost Island and have been like 
100% loyal to the soil since and watching everything about it. And I'm kind of going back and filling in those gaps of missing years as we go on. But I've also become a big fan of International Survivor as well. So Survivor South Africa, I've been watching um, Survivor Australia, like kind of getting all my international base um, of knowledge in there. And it's kind of interesting that you mentioned your love of the, the game because that's kind of what's attracting me to those international editions is the game, right? It's, it's getting to see the fact that there's this format that's being played internationally and around the world. And it's, it's a really cool to see the puzzles. It's really cool to see the strategy and the way these characters interact. And everybody's got their own take on this game. And I'm really, really looking forward to being able to discuss it and analyze it and see other people's point of view here on this podcast every week. So definitely, definitely excited about this season. So I think before we dive into our drafts, Tony, what is your thought on, I guess you've been watching for, like you said, 14 years now. So you've seen the evolution of the game. Like I remember it pre-Idols. And now we've seen idle nullifiers be thrown into the mix. Like, what? What's your your take on this island that's filled with idols that you know we're going to be receiving? We guess through challenges that some of these people are going to be taking with our fan favorites, uh, Sandra and Boston Rob. Like, well, what's your take on the concept of the season? Um, I'm honestly not sure what to make of it. I'm not really sure how it's going to work. Survivor's never really been the type of show where mentorship was really needed. So I'm not really sure what their point is going to be, but I'm intrigued to see it. And I will say that I did not trust the Edge of Extinction last season. And that turned out to be one of my favorite things about that season. So I'm not going to judge it before I see it. Fair. Sure. Fair. I, I'm hesitant as well, but because I don't know. But I, I, I have different issues with it. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wait and see it play out, and we'll see kind of what the point is. What I'm really excited about, though, is that they did announce and they have confirmed, and Jeff swore up and down this is not going to be a. A lot of people are referring to Big Brother win. 14 when they had mentors and the mentors joined the game you know about a couple weeks in they so all of a sudden the coaches became players that's not a situation here we're not going to see yeah, rob and sandra like going a couple weeks and then be like boom since i'm pretty sure they're both a part of season 40 i didn't think that was happening that never actually crossed my mind see i it did me a mind so i was kind of worried but such is life. So we're able to move on and enjoy the season. So we'll be diving into more of the concept and the way the season unfolds once we actually watch the premiere episode uh, later this week. But for now, let's get to a little bit of analysis on these uh, players. So, Tony Ann, you're going to go first. I'm going to go second. We'll just kind of snake back and forth throughout there um and kind of discuss each player so the rules of the draft are pretty straightforward and simple so it's a single pick so you pick a player i pick a player you pick a player i pick a player once that player is picked you cannot pick the same player 
So once they're on your team, they're on your team. There's no doubles of anybody. It's it's done. Um, and this is a winner's take all draft. So we're not playing for second. We're not playing for jury. We're not getting points and all that stuff because I do not have time to keep up with that kind of math. And we're not going to do it. So what we're just going to focus on here is just a winner take all. So each player, I mean, each, between you and me, we're going to have 10 players on our team. And we will be arguing for bragging rights. So with that said, is the rules pretty clear? Pretty clear. All right, then, Tony Ann, why don't you kick us off? Who is your first pick? My first pick is Aaron. When I read his cast bio, I felt like he was going to be the person who could possibly win the game. I felt like he's going to do great in the first part, pre-merge, leading the leading whatever tribe he's on to getting wins. I feel like he's strong, but he's not too strong, and he's also not too full of himself where he thinks he where he thinks he's going to come in and win the game. He's just trying to be there for the experience, and I think that's going to serve him well. Yes, like 100% yes. I had him really high up on my list as well. Um, a lot of people are making with Aaron um, kind of a just an interesting vibe to him, right? I, I think it's going to be really telling if he can make it past the first few weeks, I think he'll be good. I'm worried that he's going to kind of come off as, you know, this big, strong guy and they're going to try and target him before, you know, he just starts dominating the game. Uh, he's on his tribe with too. Exactly. And that's what I think is, is super interesting, right? Um, he thinks um, he's most like Ozzy. Um, he says he's a physical monster when it comes to challenges, a major contributor around camp smart player and social threat. And I just, I'm really curious to see how he plays. So he was, he was actually my second pick. So I'm, I'm really glad that you, you got him out there. I'm, I'm annoyed cause I wanted him bad, but um, I, I'm really interested to see how he does. So good pick. So the first pick of the draft, Aaron Meredith, 36 from Connecticut. Good choice. Good choice. So my number one pick is Dean Kowalski. So, Ooh, yes, I like that pick. I don't know why, but there was just something about him that really just came to me. Like he, I loved the videos I watched. Um, I saw his uh, audition videos on YouTube where he was going around talking to people in New York about why they think he would do well um in survivor and why they think he would win and he just has this kind of i don't know personality to him that i really see him not seeming like a big social not seeming like a big physical threat i see him kind of being a, somebody that can be a social strategist that can find his way to the top make sure that he's not a target and just as long as he lays low i think he has the a really good chance at winning this Me game too. I have in my notes here that he reminds me a lot, and I'm not sure if you'll know who this player was, but Spencer, he reminds me a lot of Spencer, and that could be a very good thing for him. Yeah, that that actually really could. Uh, the contestant he says that he's most like is Wendell. 
um, for his quiet leadership. And that the fact that you pick somebody for their like behind the scenes strategic awareness is is awesome. He thinks um, he'll survive Survivor due to his self awareness. Um, and I just I really like this guy, and I'm hoping that you know he proves to be a, a solid pick. Okay. So that's my number one. So Tony Ann, what's your number two? My number two, I think I'm going to go with Janet. I feel like when I was reading her cast bio, I felt like she's going to be the one that everybody's going to kind of underestimate. But she's going to be the one to fade in the background. And then all of a sudden she'll peek at the end and she'll be the one that nobody thought about. But she's there and she could make it further than anybody would think that she would. I could see that. So I went back and forth on Janet. Um, she, I could see her doing that, but I also see her as potentially being just somebody that they get out early. You know, like I, I think it's going to be one of those things that I really am interested in seeing how she is in the tribe setting because I, I don't know. There's just something about her that I don't know was not something that I saw as the winner of Survivor, you know? But I could see, like you said, if she plays a a, a, a quiet game and lets everybody just in-fight, and once she gets past Merge, like, I don't think anybody's going to be coming for Janet. No. If she, she makes it to the Merge, she's got a good chance to win. That that's, that's a really good point. So, good choice. Good choice. So, at number... Two for me, I chose Jason Linden. So, Jason, I I don't know where to start with this guy. He's uh, just really kind of that down to earth guy that I feel like can dominate the game. Um, I don't think people are going to really think he's that big of a threat he calls himself a disguised dork um he's a huge fan of the show he really um is interested in kind of playing this the strategic portion of it which i like um and i think what's going to be interesting is he's also trying to play a uh, a deceitful game too because he's he's uh one of I think two injury lawyers that we got on the season. Oh yes, I wasn't sure who you were talking about at first. Now I know. And he's not planning on telling people that he's like, no. After Nick Wilson won, um, he's wanted to keep quiet. Um, so he um told Mike Bloom in his parade interview that he's looking to um take his wife's job and say that he's a licensed manager for an umbrella manufacturing company, um, and kind of see how that plays out. So I, I, I'm interested in seeing him play. Um, he doesn't have a line that he won't cross morally. I think he's he's got those – a lot of people are making the Rob Cisternino vibes um, from him, and I see it too. So I, I'm hoping that he pulls out a win for me. Uh, so he's my number two pick. I a completely different vibe off of Jason. I got a vibe that he thinks he's going to do really well in this game, but the game's actually going to end up kicking his butt. Well, I I could see that too, to be honest with you. But <laughs> I 
I, he's another one that I think it, it's a post-merge thing, right? So I think if, if he goes into that pre-merge thing and he's arrogant and he's showing his attitude the way that I'm kind of fearful he might, then he's he's gone. But if he can just shut up until that point and just play the game the dorky way, play play like that. Nah, don't don't worry about me. I'm I'm just you know some guy here at an umbrella manufacturing plant. Like just don't worry about me too much. He once he gets post merge, I think he can like has a clear path to win. So we'll, we'll have to see where it goes. So Tony Ann, who's your next pick? My next pick is Elizabeth. Nice. Um, I like her. We have a lot of athletic women this season. I feel like we have a lot of strong women and she's one of the strongest ones that we have. And I feel like she's going to kick ass in challenges. If she has a decent social game, nobody can stop her. Oh, 100%. Uh, she was actually my next pick as well. So <laughs> really good choice there. Um, I, I think she has really good abilities. Now, it's going to be interesting if she lets her past slip. Um, I can see people easily wanting to get out, you know, an Olympic winner. Olympic, yeah. Like, if you, or I'm also curious if anybody's going to recognize her, you know? And I, it's unlikely, but also it's not. So, depends on how closely people follow the olympics because a lot of times with swimmers too you can't really recognize them when they're actually swimming like you could recognize the name but they might like she might be okay uh, i i just hope she kind of keeps that part quiet but then again watch her get into one of the many competitions that they have on the water and she has to like swim and then all of a sudden she's doing laps around everybody and they're gonna be like hey what how, where'd that come from? Well, she can say she swam in high school, and that would technically <laughs> be true. True, it would. So, really good choice. Well, since you took her, I'm going to go ahead and claim Molly for my next pick, Miss mm. Molly Byman. So, she's competitive, resilient, and vibrant. Uh, she's really inspired by her family. She, uh, one of the things I think... I like the most about a lot of people on this cast is, and this is something Survivor Casting's done really the last few years for sure, is they're casting a lot of fans, right? There's a lot of people that know the game. It's been on for so many years and so many seasons that people are turning 18 and 19, which is the age in which you can play, the time that Survivor was starting. So it makes sense. Well, yes, but at the same time, we have a lot of other reality shows that are not casting people that know the game that know like how to play. So that's why I'm really impressed with the way survivors doing it because it seems like there's only, I think a few people that haven't been like really longtime fans on the season. So, and it doesn't seem like there's really those recruits because we see on big brother and kind of on the amazing race, we see a lot of these um, like Instagram people, right? It's the people that are just here for, the clicks and for the likes and for that. And because you get that, that kind of sours the game, right? Like, okay, yeah, no, I love last season because that's what they made me watch. Um, but it's not the people that really understand the inner workings of it. And she seemed like somebody that 
really kind of got the game and she's always wanted to complete it uh since she watched elizabeth jump off the cliff in the australian outback like that's something to me that just kind of jumped out i think she's very smart she's a law student from um, boston i think she's got a really strong head on her shoulders um so i'm rooting for my girl and see, my thoughts on Molly is that she's such a super nerd of the game and she's so excited about playing that I feel like she's going to be so wrapped up in being on Survivor, she might forget to play Survivor. Uh, yeah, I can I could see that. But we'll, we'll have to tune in and see because she reminded me kind of... I'm trying to remember. Um, Aubrey, maybe? A little bit. I saw a little bit of an Aubrey in her. Um, so I, that, I'm that was the vibe I got too. I'm I'm hoping that she she pulls out a little bit better than Aubrey has. So that's my pick. Who who's the next for you? Um, I think I'm gonna go with Missy. Okay. I I like Missy and I think Missy could be very reminiscent of Michaela and I loved Michaela. Missy seems like she's gonna be Another one of our strong females. She looks like she could kind of give off an attitude, so I'm hoping that that doesn't happen and that she has a good social game and she can make it further into the game. Yeah, like, I I liked her interviews. Like, she definitely seemed like she could do that, right? Like, she seemed like she's somebody that's willing to stand up for herself and make sure that she gets through, right? And I don't think they're going to see her as an initial threat. And I think she has a lot of capabilities to manipulate things from afar, right? So, good good choice. Thank you. All right. My next pick is Miss Lauren Beck. So, I don't know uh, what God, it was. But I absolutely loved Lauren. Like, I love... question still applies. What was your question? Why? I just, I did. I don't know why. I, I can't, like, really just point it out there. But I there was something about her that I just, I could see her adapting. Like, I don't think going into the game, like, she seems like anybody's, like, pick to win. But I could see her, once she gets there, once she kind of, like, settles in, if she's not first boot, I can see her kind of learning the game. And then really just running with it. I, it's, she's got just that bubbly personality that just kept me entertained. And I, I, I was excited by her. I was completely turned off by her. And I can't exactly explain why. I just was like, oh, no. So you can have her. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. And when, when she wins, well, we'll replay the state. So it's fine. That's totally fine. Who's your next pick? My next pick, I think I'm going to go with Vince. Okay. What was it about Vince that you liked? I liked him in general. I also think that his story about being the child of a refugee is going to be a big part of this season. I feel like he's going to get the quote-unquote sympathy edit and that he might make it really far into the into the game. If he makes it into the game, he's definitely getting a big edit. 
You know, like I, I saw that in his interviews and everything I saw from multiple, sorry, multiple interviews. It seemed like he had a really good story. And that's what I think Survivor likes. It's just a matter of can he make it that far, you know? Yeah. Um, but I I see that. I just I I don't know. I feel like he's gonna get dragged along, you know? Like yeah. I don't see him as somebody who's gonna win any competition. And what I see from him is somebody who could potentially cost his tribe a loss. Ooh, I didn't see that, but maybe and if he cost him a loss, I see him going out there, you know? So that that's my only fear for him because he doesn't scream to me as somebody who who's going to do good at the, the competitions, but I think he could somebody that can play the social side really well. So I'm, I'm definitely interested to see because, like I said, he's got a really good story, and that's one that I can see Survivor fans definitely latching on to. So good pick. Thank you. So I don't know what it is with me and these girls, but I I'm kind of loading up on them this season. And so for my next pick, I'm going with somebody else who I think had a little bit of a story that um, kind of, I don't know why they intrigued me so much. That's kind of the, the nature of this uh, draft for me. But, uh, it is the one and only Kelly Kim. Mm. She reminded me a lot of, I think it was Wendy last season. Like God, not the blue haired one that talked all the time. Yes. <laughs> That's not a good comparison to me. But I loved her. Like, yeah. as a, I don't know why, but there was something about her personality that was just endearing. And like, it really made me, just root for her. And I felt that in her interviews. Like there's something about Kelly that just kind of like got me. And I'm really wanting to see her play some like physical competition. She says that her pain tolerance is high. So I want to see her do some endurance comps. Um, her favorite contestant or the one she's most like is Kelly Wentworth. And that did intrigue me because Wentworth is a no holds barred player. Exactly. And that's Wentworth is one of my favorites. So I'm definitely rooting for Kelly. I, I, I don't know if other people are going to agree with me or not, but, but Kelly, I got your back. I said she was either going to do really well or be the first boot. So I hope as <laughs> well. Yeah, I can see that. So, all right. Well, what, who's your next? My next one. And I think I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with um, Jamal, I think was his name. He looks like he's going to be very interesting to watch. He looks like he can be a good physical player, so he'll be good at challenges and stuff. But he also is coming into the game thinking he knows how the game is played. And those are always the people who end up getting surprised by the game. So I'm going to be interested to see if he can adapt well. Yeah, I had him pretty, I had him later on my list. Like he was pretty low down there. Um, I, it was my fear of him not being able to adapt is kind of why I had him low. Um, there was nothing there that kind of jumped out at me um, as somebody that I thought would really be well. He he says he's been intensely studying the game um, and he feels like he has a good handle on what to do in order to give himself the best shot at making it to the end. Uh, but 
I feel like he's overstudying, right? Like he yeah. sounds like he's somebody that doesn't get what Survivor is. He's somebody that gets what Survivor is on paper, right? He he's memorized. There's always a, this competition on day twelve. There's always you know this this, yeah. but not like a, a mixture of Cochran and um, David. Uh, I see that. I love it. So I, I I can see him doing well, maybe, but he definitely wasn't my my choice for for that. So there you go. I that's what the cool thing about this is is cat we get different opinions. So let's see. Next up for me, we have Ronnie. Ooh, interesting. Yes. So he was somebody that like I was reading all of his inter- all these interviews and going back and forth and there was something about him that kind of just jumped at me right he's got he's big fan he's been watching um for years he loved watching richard hatchwin he loved boston rob he's coming from that same area which Uh, reminds me a lot of boston rob so it was funny that he said that right um he's been around a lot of players that have played um survivor before um he ran circles with anna kyatt uh before she went on survivor um and he, oh God, Anna. Uh, yeah, right. Um, but he's somebody that does really well playing poker too. Um, he currently holds a world record with five consecutive cash ins at the World Series of Poker. Um, and poker fact- players, survivor players, do not mix well. I just think of John Robert, and that's kind of what made gave me pause and made me put him lower on the list because I've never liked poker players that have played this game. Well, he's hoping to not let that get out um, and hoping to keep it quiet. So I don't know. Like, I do know that poker players have a history of not being great at this. But some of those traits and some of those things that you need to do successful in poker can translate over into Survivor. And maybe he'll be the one that breaks the mold. So me too, because I think that he'll he can do well. So what's next for you? Next, I'm going to go with Elaine. I really liked her. She's going to be another one that I'm going to be interested to see where she goes. Um, also, she reminded me a lot of Lauren Rimmer from a couple seasons ago, and I really liked her. So I'm hoping that she goes. I love Lauren. Because she feels like one of those hardworking, badass females, which, like I said before, we have a lot of on the show this season. But I think she could go really far. Yeah, no, definitely. She was actually who I was hoping to pick next to. Um, but that's a she had just that charisma about her. And there's just I think she has the ability to really kind of sink in and then just go because she has that Lauren ability to her. So good choice. Thank you. Next up for me, I have Chelsea Walker. Oh, God, why? Because of that reaction, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that she can just keep her head down and just shut up and just go. Um, her, she says she's most, she thinks she's most like Kelly Wentworth, and yeah, I. I don't <laughs> know. Um, but she also wants to play, um, kind of like part 
Parvati and Parvati play that social, I- flirty, unsuspecting game. Establish yourself in power when she can and be very sneaky like Kelly. So I, I think she's at least coming in with a plan. Um, we'll see how well that works out for her. Um, but season's eye candy. Yes. And I want some eye candy on my team. So leave her alone. She can do well. <laughs> she can be my pretty, pretty brunette for the season. So it's fine. I thought you liked blondes. I get, I like them all. So it's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, who's next for you? Next for me is Tommy. Um, he's from about. 20 minutes or so, nice so I always root for those who are local, and I just kind of get a really good feeling off of him. You know, he seems like he's very athletic, he seems like he won't be too overly social, like he'll, I feel like he'll blend in really well, but he'll also help out in challenges, which will be really nice. Yeah, he seemed like he's got a lot of capabilities to... Do a lot because I don't think people are going to look at him and be like, okay, we got to get get this guy out. Like from a physical threat, he's I don't I think they're going to target some of these other people way before they even look at Tommy. Right. And then look like he's that strong, but he also kind of looks like he might be like, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't outwardly look super strong, but I have a feeling he will be anyway. Exactly. Like he looks like somebody that is. This sounds bad. Survivor strong. Right. He's, yeah. he's somebody that is not somebody you just look at when you're walking down the street and be like, damn, that dude, you know, works out. But you're going to look at him and he's going to be somebody that's going to win at competitions. He's going to be somebody that helps his tribe out. He's not going to be the person that maybe gets credit for the wins. But it's his contributions that's going to make them win. So I, I think he, he's got a lot. Of, he's got a very smart game. He's very intelligent. I think he can do a lot to kind of win this game. So good choice. Well, we're, we're, we're coming up on the end here quickly. So I'm kind of looking at who who's left on the board. Um, well, Next for me, I think I'm going to go with Jack. I had a feeling he would be your next pick. Yeah, so his hobbies include CrossFit. Uh, He's determined, a dreamer, and social. And he's, I I think, in the same way that... He's going to be the most popular person out of the season. If Jay Byers and Joe had a love child, it would be him. I think he were, it was between him and Tommy that I was really going back on and forth as to who kind of wanted higher on my list. And I ended up picking Jack over Tommy because there's just, I think he has that ability to be the most popular person on the show that if he doesn't win this time, then come Survivor 41 or 42 or whenever he gets asked back, I think he has the ability to definitely play this game really well and win. Um, I, I like I said, I, I think he may be a, a returner win, oh, but but the most popular person. It's definitely going to be. Back. I feel like he's probably going to be the one that CA gives money to this year. I could see that. <laughs> I I definitely could see that, but I think he's he's got that likability factor to him. I, it's just going to be curious if he can make it far enough to be this the most popular player on this team, but 
I, I think if if he just sticks around for a little bit on the season, he'll be one of the most popular players to to be on this game. So that's my pick. Who do you have? All right, we're coming down to the end here, but I think I'm gonna go with, and I don't think she's been picked yet, Nora. No, she has not. I like Nora. She um, is, I think, also going to be another one of our badass females. We have a lot of those this year. And I think she could do pretty well. I feel like she's going to at least make the merge. I don't think she'll get past the merge, but I think she could make it to the merge. Yeah, that that's kind of where I was. I had her was kind of at that that merge. So that's that's a good choice. With who? With who's left? Of course. So uh, we're down, down to the last three. Um, dang, this is getting hard. Um, right. Whatever. I'm going for the story and give me Kashima. Um. Oh, I wanted her. I. <laughs> she's already memed, like. She's already making the internet enjoy um, her, and I'm sticking it out for my girl. I think she's got some good story there. She's a personal injury attorney, so I've got both of them. I I, I claimed them, um, and she's somebody that I think will bring a unique experience to this game. Yeah, and I'm really interested to see how she navigates the the social element of this because I think she could end up being Parvati in a way because I feel like she's first of all she's beautiful and I feel like she'll be unassuming enough that people will just kind of do whatever she wants. Yep. And they'll just kind of go along with it because you know who it's Karashima like who you know like she's not oh, doing anything. Totally awesome. And I think she can, if she just plays it right, she could literally go all the way. Because, again, once she gets past merge, who's going to be targeting Karashima, right? Like, ah, there's other social threats. There's other physical threats. I I see her easily going down to Final Four and then maybe She'll even... She'll be the one that kind of sits there but probably doesn't get votes. Yeah, I honestly, I see, I, I see her at three and not getting any votes. But at least she made it to three. Yeah. So there you go. All right. So now you get to decide the last two picks of this game. Well, considering the other person we have, out of the two people, there's one person on this list I absolutely can't stand. I'm taking the other one, and I will be taking Tom. Dang it. <laughs> um, I kind of liked Tom, and he kind of reminded me of uh, Tom Westman, the winner of my first, the first season of Survivor that I ever watched. But this Tom, I don't think will actually win. I think he'll make it maybe to just before the merge. Okay. There. Yeah, I can see that. <sighs> Sorry, that- I just got pressed because of my pick. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, but. So, first boot Dan Spillo um, is my 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 pick, and we're we're gonna be laughing when he wins this game. 
um, because that's that's just my luck. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I there. Mm, I'm trying to find something something good about him. Um, really, a lot. I mean, hopefully, we're getting a bad read off his cast bio, and he'll just sort of like not say much or there will be so much going on with other characters that we won't actually have to deal with him much because just off of his cast bio he came off as loud and obnoxious and just no yeah yeah like I I've read interviews with him I've done it all and I just uh huh so I'm I am thankful that this is not a hedge of extinction that I'm not gonna get him all oh. season long. Could you imagine? I because I don't, I don't need that in my life. Ever. But you know what? Maybe, maybe he'll surprise me when we actually see him, and I will gladly eat my words when I'm claiming my rightful place as winner of this uh, draft with Dan. But I'm also thinking he's going to be the first beat. So yeah. there we go. All right. So that is the draft, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go through who we all have. So for Team Tony N, and if I got this wrong, please correct me. Um, we have Aaron, Elizabeth, Missy, Tommy, Jamal, Vince, Elaine, Nora, Tom, and Janet. Correct. And then for Jonathan's team, we have Dean, Jason, Molly, Lauren, Kelly, Ronnie, Chelsea, Dan, and Karashima. So, before we move on, let's do this. Do you have a team name? I don't. Do you? Not at all. So, before our next episode, and we see that, you have to tweet out the team name. So, that way... We do it before it has to be tweeted before the series premiere. Before the premiere, okay. Before the premiere, that's you have you have until Wednesday to get that okay. out there. But that's the name of your team. So, any anticipations? Anything you're looking forward to? Anything you're excited about? Not excited about? What? What? What's what your final thoughts on the season? Be the better mentor, Boston Rob or Sandra? Ooh, I'm I'm rooting for Boston Rob here, but also I'm curious as to how this is going. Like the way it sounds, the way it sounds it, from everything I've read is kind of like they're picking people. Sorry, people are getting voted to like Ghost Island, and when they end up going to Ghost Island, they end up going and training on whatever the lesson plan of the day is with Boston Rob and Sandra, yeah, the fire making or lying or whatever their their thing of the day is. And not that that's kind of what's throwing me off, too, because it sounds like they have a lesson plan that they're just going to follow. And then they compete. They have the option to compete with them as to whatever it is and then try and win an idol. So, so like Exile Island? Kind I, of? I, I Kind of? I guess I don't know and that's what's so weird to me because it seems like they're just going in and they're getting lessons and they leave but I don't know exactly how it's going to play out so it's it's going to be one that's going to be super interesting to see between because I at first I thought it was going to be like that like you know we just drafted 
And then that's that's kind of how it's going to be. Boston Rob picks you, you know, Sandra that's picks her. Kind of, that's but, kind of what I thought, too, based I, on the preview we got at the end of the finale last season. But that doesn't seem to be going with the previews and what we're seeing in this pre-show wrap. I mean, build up. So I don't know. It's it's going to be definitely interesting. But if if they did draft, my, my money's on Boston Rob. I'm going with Sandra only because she's won twice. And that takes its own set of skills. It does. It does. So, any last final thoughts before we wrap up? I'm really excited for the season. I'm super excited for the season. I'm super excited to be podcasting about it. We may have other guests on here as well as the season continues. Our hopes are to release a podcast every week on the episodes, either on Wednesday or Thursday night, um, going as the season goes on. Uh, Hopefully have those episodes released the same day that we record them, as long as there's no technical difficulties holding us up. Um, And that's kind of that on that. So... With that said, let's wrap up today's episode. Uh, you can find all the latest news about what we are working on at rtakemedia.com. You can follow the podcast and see all the other amazing projects we have in the works on Twitter at rtakemedia. Over the coming days, we'll be added to Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are listed. So you'll be able to find us, rate us, review us, and let the community know so that we can get more viewers listeners and be able to share this content throughout the interwebs you can follow me at SoapWiki john and you can follow tony anna xo tony roni xo thank you for listening and i look forward to this amazing season as we discuss survivor island of the idols goodbye guys bye everybody